As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Everybody, happy holidays and welcome to the Friday edition of the Athletic Fantasy Podcast. I'm Zach Jackson. Uh, usually, Michael Beller is in the host chair, uh, and it's myself, Michael, and Vic Tafer who's with us, and we're talking about games and lines and uh, everything to get you started on a winning weekend. Michael is out, so there's no truth to the rumor that you get the big chair if you go five and zero, which I did this week. So, Vic, I'm going to victory lap the heck out of it. Um, thanks for coming along for the ride. <laughs> That's impressive, man. You kind of set me up. You're like, oh, Vic, you went three and two. I'm like, yeah, I did. Like, oh, I went five and zero. Oh. Like, wow. Nice job, man. Nice job. Yeah, thank you. So, um, usually there's a video component to this. If you guys watch it, God bless you. Bless you anyway. No, we we appreciate your patronage. Um, but it has the picks and the records and all of that. I, I would just tell you. Uh, all of you listening, and Vic, this is a hard game. I think going five and zero oh put me one or two over for the whole year. So, um, especially when we get to these these you know special weekends, you don't have to bet every game. But with the menu these days, Vic, and all the props and the first quarter and everything, man, sometimes it's hard not to. So I'm kind of feeling myself at 5-0. and I'm a little bit dangerous going into this week. I like it. I like it. Last week I learned like you, you want to bet some bad teams, but it's hard to bet bad teams. They just let you down in the end. So many teams still let me down in the last minutes of the games last week. So I think it's uh, a lot of big spreads this week, so it's kind of hard to avoid taking uh, some more bad teams. Yeah, no, let's start there before we, we dive into our favorite five picks. I mean, at this time of year, I think a solid handicapping angle is you want to find the dead teams, right? Like you you want to find them and you want to pounce on them. Well, the books adjust accordingly. The lines generally go up. And, and the best example, the the dead of the dead to me would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, Vic, an hour ago, as we look at this, the lines pick because the Jets have 15 guys on the COVID list and growing. So it becomes very scary. And that's that's something else that really we've never dealt with. And, and we're recording a little bit earlier than normal this week. Um, you know, as I, Vic, as I start every week trying to find five, the first thing I do is I find one or two that I want nothing to do with. And I find two or three this week because of COVID. And one of the big marquee games is one of them, Chiefs and Steelers. I think you have a pick there, but I don't because I don't know who Patrick Mahomes is going to have. And the Steelers defense is good enough to beat the Chiefs if, you know, Hill and Kelsey aren't there. And going back to the Jags, I think last week a lot of people ate the cheese last week. They're like, oh, Urban Meyer's gone. They're going to be fired up. It's a great spot. People yes. are betting the Jags. The line moved up. People actually betting on the Jags, and they all pay the price. So you got to be careful. 
I did not take that sucker bet, but there's one reason. Going back to week one when the Jags played the Texans, I said to myself, the Texans are not trying to win. I opened my survivor pool with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was in my survivor pool for about one hour and ten minutes this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway, uh, the format here, we give you our five favorite picks. We talk you through. We don't try to talk you into them, but we hope we know what we're talking about at least sometime. Uh, We keep it moving pretty quick. All lines, as usual, can be found on BetMGM, the official uh, gambling partner of the athletic Vic. Uh, I'll be in Lambo on Saturday. Um, nice. That's the first game, the first Christmas game. The second one is a biggie. It's on the other side of the country. It's in Arizona uh, Colts in Arizona. The line was pick as of this afternoon. I think it opened to Colts minus one earlier in the week, but that's where your picks start. You like the Colts. Do I? I feel like the Cardinals. <laughs> you, you sent me two lists. <laughs> You sent me two lists, <laughs> and the That's Colts are on them. <laughs> um, you do you know have you 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 do have both the Colts what? and the Cardinals. You're, you're now right. that I look longer right. down the list, you're right. so I like the Cardinals, but I went against myself. I went against my own instincts, which I think is key here. So I think the Cardinals obviously is a horrible loss last week. I think it's a good bounce back spot here, but Colts are playing well. Colts are running the ball well. Should be able to assert their their, their game plan again this week. So I think it's a good spot for the Colts. I was just. Uh, an idiot earlier, but the Cardinals are. T- I mean, people are going to think the Cardinals are going to bounce back, and I think that's why I thought about it at first. But I like the Colts are playing well and going to take care of business on Christmas Day. Let me ask you this: you know, there is a thought out there that that the Cliff Kingsbury Cardinals fade and fade fast, and obviously last week going to Detroit and laying a total egg would indicate those people might be right. Does that scare you at all, or just in general, do you put credence in, in those kind of historical trends? Yeah, I think it's like you said, it's tough though with all the things going on with your injuries and COVID. It's hard to know what really is going on as far as the coach and the impact he has and if teams are fading. There's so much going on this year, this year and last year also. So I just think um, it's hard to make huge generalizations about a coach uh, in these kind of games. Yeah. Um, my first pick is also on Saturday, the game that I plan to attend. I'm laying the seven with the Packers. Uh, the, the Packers are just really good. I would probably bet them to win the Super Bowl right now if I wasn't already invested slightly um, in a couple of other teams. And and the Browns are not sure they're going to have any pass rushers. I think Miles Garrett's going to play. We know he's not going to be 100%. And I think he's limping uh, groin injury and just general wear and tear to the point that we don't know um, if he should play, right? I think he's going to try to overrule his coaches and be out there. Jadavian Clowney's on the COVID list. He could come off. It's no guarantee that he will. Uh, this Browns defense has played really well going back six or eight weeks. But to think that they could go into Lambeau and keep it close with the way their offense has played and without those guys to get to Aaron Rodgers and disrupt him, to me, um, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I think the Packers don't necessarily name their number, but but the way the Browns have struggled to score and the way that Rodgers is flinging it around and what they're playing for, which is the number one seed in the NFC that they're chasing, um, I look for the Packers to to win this game 30-ish to uh, 14-ish. So I'm laying the seven there. Um, Vic, AFC North game on Sunday. Big one. We're on opposite sides. You like the Ravens plus two and a half in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm assuming Lamar Jackson's back, and that's the only reason I'm making that bet. I think it's a you – know, they, they, last week they played pretty t- tough last week. They had a tough loss. They went for two at the end. But you kind of see the teams behind the coach. You kind of see them on the same page. I think Lamar Jackson gives them that boost where they can get back in this, in this playoff race. So I think it's uh, – if Lamar Jackson is back, which I'm assuming he is, I think he does Lamar Jackson-type things, and they win that game. Yeah, I respect the heck out of the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Um and it scares me a little bit to be on the opposite side here. But 
you know, the Browns played the Ravens in, in back-to-back games over, over the course of three weeks, you know, with a schedule quirk with the bye. And I've just watched that team all year long, as I generally do. Um, they're out of defensive backs. They just – they even before the COVID stuff hit this week, they, they were playing with guys that were on other teams' practice squads, that were on the waiver wire. The Bengals at home in a must-win game. I, I'm a big believer in Joe Burrow, and I just think the Ravens, for um, all they've been – and the firepower that Jackson brings them, Mark Andrews is playing like like the best tight end in the league right now. Um, I just don't think they can keep up. I like I like the Bengals, and I'm uh, laying the two and a half in this one. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mentioned that the first game I'm staying away from is the big one in Arrowhead, but you have a pick there, Vic. Uh, Steelers and Chiefs. I saw Chiefs laying seven and a half, but your pick is on the total. Yeah, I think the things you mentioned, like the, obviously the Chiefs had some uh, COVID issues, and I'm not totally sold on their offense being all the way back anyway. I know they had the explosion late last week, and that was great, but before that, they were definitely struggling the first part of that game. I think the offense is still not back on track. With the guys being out, it helps my case. I think the Steelers' offense is not very good. You mentioned that. Chiefs are playing a lot better defensively. So I just see a low-scoring game. No matter who's out there, uh, I like the under. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. It didn't make my pick list, but um, sometimes I like to say, Vic, that you know these guys are hard to beat, right? The books are hard to beat, and sometimes you got to listen when they're trying to tell you something. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. The total is 44. Like they're saying what you just said, that the Steelers don't have a ton of offense, that the Chiefs haven't really been clicking uh, on all cylinders even when they've had their guys. So um, I like that under 44. It's not going to make my list, but I like it. I, um, I'm i going to take the Bills. You know, I just think this is a revenge game. 
I went against the Patriots last week, and it scared the hell out of me. I think I made reference to the to, to being able to hear my father standing over my shoulder saying, "You'll never get rich betting against Bill Belichick." But I just think the Patriots have played over their heads, and we had the extreme weather and the extreme conditions. I think the Bills were embarrassed by that. They should have been. I think the Bills are still the better team. I know Josh Allen's not 100%, but nobody's 100% right now. Uh, I think the Bills in the revenge game laying two and a half. Probably my favorite pick of the week there, Vic. Wow. I went against the Bills last week. I paid the price. Panthers had no kicker. They're still recovering the game late, and then the Bills scored late. So that was one of the games I was talking about as far as when bad teams break your heart. But uh, I get it. I think you're in, a, you're in a good spot with the Bills there. Yeah, interesting one. Um, you like the Rams. I think the latest line, two and a half uh, in Minnesota. You know, the Vikings are are playing better. Uh, they certainly, Monday night was not a work of art. Uh, they're alive in the playoff race. Uh, Rams laying two and a half in Minnesota, though, major list. Tell us why. I, I agree the Vikings are playing better. They're kind of, I think the Rams hit their stride a little bit. I think the defense is playing really well. They're running the ball now with a clear mission, and they're doing a good job with two backs. Stafford's looked good. I think he had some bad decisions last, last game, but they still covered that game. I think they've been on the roll now, so I think they'll keep going and cover again uh, this week. You know, I'm a Chargers futures player. If you guys have been here since we started doing this back in the summer, and, and you know that, um, thank you again. And I still think they're alive, but Vic, I'm just absolutely sick to my stomach last week watching them leave the points on the field and then not get the stops late, right, in a game that really could have helped them win the division uh, and, and all of those things. But I'm a Chargers player this week. The Texans just came off a win. The Texans are getting ravaged by COVID, and I know the Chargers have it too. But the Chargers still have to play their way into the playoffs, right? They still have plenty to play for, and they still should be, better be, stinging from last week. I look at the state of the Texans. I look at the talent on the Chargers, even if you take away four, five, six, eight guys. And how is this not a double-digit game? I'm quickly laying the 10 with the Chargers in Houston. Yeah, I get that. Chargers broke my heart last week, but uh, I get it. I mean, they're definitely a better team, and they should, uh, barring like you know, going two for five and fourth downs, they should be, uh, they should be okay. Right. So, um, you know, we're st- this is usually the next to last week of the season here with Christmas week. We obviously we have the extra week this year. Vic, I think I heard today mathematically 27 of the 32 teams are still alive in the playoff race. So we, we know some of those can be canceled. There's some four win teams in the in the NFC that are really just a loss or somebody else winning being away from that. But, you know, I, th- I hear a lot of people say the NFL wants that. That's good for the league. Where, where do you stand on on all that parity and and just maybe unprecedented parity uh, here coming to the end this season? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I buy if they, they want that. I think that little parity is good. But this is kind of nuts this year. There's so many weird games this year, like shocking decisions. I just think um, it's hard to kind of put your finger on why. But uh, I guess it's all right. I mean, like you said, a lot of these teams are still in it, but not really. In it. Like the Raiders yeah. are not really in it. I mean, but I guess they're still alive. But all these teams are on life support. So I, I, Purdy's fine. This year's kind of gone a little crazy in, in my mind. Yeah, the Raiders come to Cleveland on Monday. They were supposed to come on Saturday. Um, Vic, for that game for the Browns, a win would have put them in first place and fourth in the AFC. With the loss, they're in last place and 12th in the AFC. I mean, outside past September 30th, that just doesn't happen. Right, but that, the the, NF, the AFC North, excuse me, is one big car wreck, and somebody's going to win it. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it's definitely. It's it's hard to pinpoint who you think. You mentioned the Packers, but it's hard to pinpoint a real serious favorite 
to, to go all the way. No, it is. It is. Okay, I'm going to give my last pick. I'm going to fast forward all the way to Monday night, and I'm going to buy a little time here, Vic, because you're going to have to come up with an extra one because you put um, Colts and Cardinals both on the list. That happens uh-huh. that way. That's, That's what fine. I did. See? <laughs> that makes um, sense. I'm uh, going to Monday night, and I'm playing. I'm looking at the Dolphins and the Saints, uh, both coming in with momentum. The Dolphins have actually been hot going back five or six weeks now. They're alive in the AFC playoff race. The Saints stunned everybody by going to Tampa and shutting out the Bucks last week. Uh, line is three, 39 and a half. Neither offense does it for me. Uh, I'm sting, I'm sticking with the under. Um, it's a plug your nose, and and I, I don't love it. But the Saints have been really good on defense all year, and now they are one of those teams, Vic, that you're talking about. Of course they were alive, but until they did it last week, nobody believed it. I'm thinking they they rally the troops with that. They, they certainly are chasing that playoff spot. The Dolphins – you know, they're they're a horizontal offense. They're a well-coached team. They're a pretty good defense. They got into a little bit of a shootout with the Jets because because of some early turnovers. But but I see this as a 16-13 type game. And I'm going under 39 and a half on Monday night football in wow. the Superdome for my last pick. Did you come up with your fifth one yet, Vic? Yeah, I have one. I got the Cowboys. I think uh, going back to I probably want the Colts first half of Cardinals second half. Now that I think about that would be some great stuff. Uh, okay, some great, handi- <laughs> some great handicapping, but I'm not going to do that. But um, I'm with the Cowboys. I think the uh, I haven't been a big uh, believer in Washington when they were doing well. I think they're kind of a fraud and they had some injuries and COVID stuff. So I see that game being one of the Cowboys should be able to roll pretty easily. Yeah, I, I, that certainly was on my list of, of ones that just got thrown out as I put it together. So um, one game Thursday, two on Christmas. If you want to hang, or if you don't want to hang out with your family, or even if you do, when you want to play along, and then a usual Sunday and Monday night, week week sixteen, uh, the first week sixteen of of our eighteen week NFL schedule here. So we will be back uh, another holiday ish edition next week. We hope Michael will be able to be back with us. We thank you guys for listening and following all year. Hopefully, you followed me last week. I can't guarantee that. Again, no, don't guarantee it. So you're going five and zero again. This is like the new. This is it. People, <laughs> it's people an easy game. This all, People stuck with us all this season for some miserable stuff. So now they got to really, like, not only they got to maximize the, the opportunities here. You're on fire. Got to ride it. Guaranteed 5 0 this week. Easy, easy game. Let's stay hot. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.